Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Green Pass Gaming Sunday coffee morning with gaming chat, and hopefully a coffee if you've got one. Um, I'm your host, Flap, and as you can see today, we have all four corners of the GPG crew. Welcome, Pucks, Luke, Scott. Um, hope you're doing good. Um, got morning, a couple everyone. of yeah. got a couple of good topics today, and there's probably a few others that we will. Uh, sort of uh, wander into as well so probably without any further ado let's get straight into today's show typically lasts about an hour so um yeah let, let's get this done and, and the first one um first topic that i posted on the thumbnail or the uh, the youtube link was around more details on halo season two and perhaps scott you're, you're the person that perhaps leads with this for the for the time being um yeah some some more details have come out some good perhaps some less so good on some level i guess um yeah, what's your take on it, and, and what are the details? Yeah, uh, morning everyone. I think it's um, the news. It's not necessarily that there's some good, some not so good. There's definitely some good in there, Flap. I think the the not so good element is uh, there's there's maybe not enough in in some right. capacity, or uh, a lot of the stuff that they've discussed is um, coming in the future, maybe rather than mm. you know coming as as, as part of part of season two so they've kind of released a couple of different what they refer to season one outcome reports i believe that they, they've called them and they have focused on kind of the gameplay the live service battle pass progression that 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 sort of thing and and, and to be fair as somebody who's played you know about 150 hours of infinite so far but has I have not played an awful lot recently. I, I have actually given it a bit of a break um, over the past um, couple of weeks or a month or so. Um, I'm actually really excited for the for the stuff that they've shown. So uh, the main things are they've highlighted um, a lot of the stuff we kind of already knew. There, uh, There's a new map um, uh, for Arena, a new map for BTB, and they're bringing back a revamped version of King of the Hill, whatever that might mean. Um, they're also bringing uh, a free-for-all mode uh, called Last Spartan Standing, which um, may have some gun game elements to it from, from some leaks that we've seen in the past week. Um, and I believe there is another mode called Land Grab, which they're not really giving too much inf information on. Um, on top of that, they've kind of uh, announced some slight changes to um, the, I guess, the overall sandbox. I think the Mangler's getting a bit of a nerf, which... It's a little bit controversial in the uh, in in the community because it's uh, it's unbelievably powerful in the right hands, but um, you know it's it's kind of one of those things that's hard to use. So therefore, you know it, it seems worth the the risk. Uh, but they're giving a little bit of a nerf to the mangler, um, and then they've kind of outlined some of the changes to the battle pass and the challenge system. So uh, the first thing that they've announced is the battle pass is going to come with a thousand credits. So Pucks, you've been playing Fortnite recently, man, haven't you? So you know how on Fortnite. You buy the battle pass, and then if you complete the battle pass, you get enough credits to buy the next battle pass back. Yes. So that yeah. wasn't part of season one's battle pass, and I think really the uh, position for them was they they've kind of got this system where the battle pass never expires, so they didn't incorporate mm. that feature that pretty much every other battle passes. But now they've announced that it's actually coming back. So the interesting thing about the season two battle pass is you're going to get enough credits to buy the season three battle pass, plus it never expires, which I think is quite good um uh they've changed sort of how the rewards are laid out so it should be a little bit better for the the free tier um and you should just feel a little bit more rewarded for for going through the progression um the weekly ultimate challenges have been completely changed and honestly that's one of my biggest gripes with yeah. the game at the moment is the, the the weekly challenges are awful um so you're not going to get little shitty emblems anymore you're going to get things like stances visors um uh not armor cores, but I can't remember what they call the the color schemes. What look what are they called again, mate? The the colors for the for the armor cores. Oh, I've got a name for them. I can't remember. Yeah, what did they call them? Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. Um... Uh, what whatever they're called, but basically they're going to have more of that in the challenges, which I think is great. Um, and on top of that, obviously it's going to be a little bit of a shorter season. They've got a new Tenrai event, and the armor looks pretty interesting. Uh, and it probably should mention the season two. Season two is called Lone Wolves. Season one was called um, uh, the Heroes of Reach, uh, and the new armor cores that come with the battle pass do look look, look pretty good. Um, 
that is it. That's kind of the good stuff. The bad stuff um, is largely around just what's not coming. So they've discussed a lot of things like an overall career progression system, similar to Halo 5s, um, which they've said is in the early planning stages. They've spoken about more changes um, that they're going to be doing, which are maybe way off in the future. Obviously, we already knew co-op was going to be delayed um, yeah. uh, to at least mid, mid-season mid two. So um, personally, as like I say, someone who's, I guess, a little bit lapsed on, on Infinite, I'm really, really excited to jump back in you know season one was a bloody long uh a long season uh, pretty much six months so uh looking forward to jump to the map seeing the changes and 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 hopefully this is the start of like a regular cadence of updates maps changes th- things like that that'll kind of keep the, the gameplay fresh yeah well hope so i mean yeah i mean uh luke i don't know how, how hard you've fallen off holo if you have at all um you know is this gonna holo. be enough so again <laughs> Hello. 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 Halo, sorry. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't I don't know know how, from time to time. <laughs> do you know how hard you'd fallen off of Halo? Um and whether this is gonna be enough to entice you back, really, because there's only a couple of extra maps, a few bits and bobs. I don't know, is the season pass updates enough to, to rein you back in, do you think? Uh, and, and, and to uh, be honest, not just yourself, do you think it will be enough to rein the community back in as well for those that have fallen off? Yeah, I think um, I still play it semi-regularly, so I'll still play it at least once a week, sometimes twice. Um, so mm. I'll keep playing, and I'm happy that round the corner there's more stuff, so that's good. Um, for people who have really dropped off hard, I, I think some people will come back, um, but two maps and a mode is not enough to keep people there, and it depends on really the real test is, okay, you'll have this content drop, how long is it that till the next content yeah. drop? That's that's what will keep people in. So if that's not very long, um, then they should have a player boost, but they're really going to struggle to get a big portion of players back, I think. It has a hardcore base now, which is good for them. A bit like games like Overwatch have, where hmm. you know most players have died, died off, but you can still quite easily get games because yeah. there's still a really hardcore uh, play base, even though the game's not getting content. So I think Halo will be like that, but I think they would have to do something a bit more radical to really boost their numbers way back up again. Uh, for me, I, I'm happy we're getting more stuff, though, uh, particularly big team battle maps, which I think were uh, the ones that are there are good, but um, there's just not enough of them. So it's, it'll be good to have at least another. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's going to be enough for, for, to rope me back in. Pucks, you like your battle royals. Will last Spartan stand in kind of... Would you be intrigued with that? I mean, like you say, you like you don't mind your battle royals, do you? Or particularly Fortnite, I guess. No, but, uh... I don't. But it's a weird one. Uh, I don't know. I kind of I remember like pre Halo when we all played the beta and really enjoyed it. I remember saying one of those shows then that I could see myself playing it for a long time to come. Mm, but then obviously too. since the lack of content and stuff, like as Luke was saying, I'm one of those ones that dropped off hard. Like and I, mm-hmm. I didn't even finish the campaign, you know. So. And at some point, I still have it installed and stuff. I do want to go back and finish it at some point. It's, I don't know, I, I wasn't as sucked into the campaign as I thought I would be. Um, hence why I'm not playing it. And I've been, you know, like always, another game comes around the corner, which I've maybe been looking forward to more. So, and I'll give it a go, perhaps, if and when this Battle Royale mode is a thing and does come does release. Uh, I don't know, I find it hard to see. I can see there being a lot of teething issues, given... The current stance of the game i don't want to like knock on the game or anything i know there's a lot of people that, that enjoy it but equally a lot of people are not content at all of, of what's going on and the thing was a lack of updates it's not quick enough etc etc and i think in the battle royale space i think especially with the popularity of games like fortnite and apex legends and stuff i think they've kind of proven that if you don't have an influx of content coming almost all the time which you know is a good and bad thing i guess but popularity does wane and drop so i think there's always there always seems to be this push that you have to be able to offer something new regularly and whether or not mm. they can do that i think may be a deciding factor as of whether to pe- as to whether people would stick with it or not well what what does the last spartan standing look like in halo do, have we got details of that i mean are we is this uh, you know is this just you know the the last person standing out of 6 or out of 50 uh, do we know yeah so it's probably worth mentioning i wouldn't personally describe it as a battle royale mode it's more just like a free for all elimination style mode so if you've played free for all in halo mm. um imagine that with um i guess maybe one life or um it, they've not really released too too many um, 
leaks. Oh, sorry, not mm. they haven't. It's not that they haven't released leaks. They've not released too much information, other than maybe one or two leaks that have come about um, last week, where um, there was a bit of information that went alongside the game mode that was leaked by the APIs um, that mentioned something along the lines of upgrading your loadout as you progress, which kind of give gun game vibes, where maybe you start off mm. with a pistol. Maybe it upgrades to the next weapon and the next weapon. Maybe you have to get the last kill with the sword. Obviously, if anyone's played, you know, gun games on the likes of Counter Strike and, and things like that, it kind of give those, those sorts of vibes. Uh, but they've not kind of released too much information. They said they're going to ramp it up this um, this month. Obviously, in the lead up to to launch on March, uh, May second or third, one of the two. Um, so we should hopefully get a bit more. But I probably wouldn't describe it as a as a battle royale. Do we know? Um, is it being played on the BTB um, maps? We we don't know that actually no. yet, Flap. I imagine it'll be on the arena maps because uh, oh. it's uh, free for all game modes are generally eight players or six players, six yeah. to eight players. I'm, I'm not too sure. So generally, those will be played on the um, arena. Uh, I mean, I was thinking. But, uh, I'm just it, speculating there. To be fair, they they could have them on BTB maps. With yeah, players. I mean, if, exactly. If it was sort of 50 players on a BTB, it kind of is a battle royale at that, at that kind of point, isn't it? Not not obviously like you know Fortnite or anything like that, but it would be interesting because there were rumours beforehand, wasn't there, about a battle royale? And like you say, perhaps people have have misconstrued what um, what Last Spartan standing is to a certain degree. But I, I know there was talk about battle royale for for Halo. Yeah. Even before it launched, wasn't there? Um, so perhaps this is it, I guess, on some level. But um, yeah, I think um, I think that will come eventually. And I agree with Luke when he said he needs something kind of big to kind of draw like a big yeah. crowd back in. And I think yeah. like a fully blown BR mode would do that. I think the one thing that we know of that will possibly have that effect is Forge when that comes during during season three because. Um, Forge, there's an unbelievably creative community who create mm. some amazing game modes. Um, mm. That can be a lot of fun. I imagine that would be popular on things like Twitch, and that might draw draw players back in. So if they get Forge mode and they get it right, and then they have the features alongside that to, to allow it to succeed, like custom game browsers um, and things like that, I think that could be the next big thing that kind of helps peak the player base again. But We'll have to wait and see because that's at least three months away if they stick to their original games. But they they already delayed co-op from season two, so is yeah. Forge going to be yeah. there at season season three? We 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 just don't know, unfortunately. It's a shame, isn't it? It's it, you know I, I wanted Halo to be, I, I wanted it to be more. I know that sounds a bit silly, but I just wanted the um, <clears throat> I guess the rollout of, of sort of future content to be much more. Um, prevalent than it currently is i guess just to keep the sort of the mm. memento of, of halo go because it seems to have died off sli- slightly or quite a lot actually on some levels and it's just you know it's going to be a difficult ship to, to to turn around isn't it and to get people back on the halo bus again i guess on some degree like you say there's always going to be like that hardcore element that that will love it anyway regardless but yeah it's that sort of middle ground of players perhaps like me and pucks probably were the good the good candidates of you know um had it felt more fresh, we'd probably stick with it a bit more. I don't know. It's an interesting yeah. one. Um, so I was going to throw the question back to you, Flap, actually. like, Is there anything about the game that you would need to be drawn back into it, do you reckon? Yeah, I think the Battle Pass put me off a, a bit. Just how... You paid for it, didn't you, the first time around? Right? I did. I did. Um, did you complete it, Flap? No, no, nowhere near. Oh. Well, because the progression was so slow, it's like, for God's yeah, sake. That's and to be honest, you know, uh, m- myself, like lots of other gamers, have got other well-established games to compare it to had i had i never bought a season pass before in my life i would have thought oh this is this is how it works but having done call of duty season passes for the last few years i know how fast you can kind of rank up on those double xp points you earn your sort of in-game currency back to be able to buy next year uh, you know next season's you know it, it was just different and they haven't they didn't follow the trend and i think they were trying to create their own trend or, or perhaps reinvent it and it, it, it kind of didn't work compared to what's already out there i suppose so it sounds like yeah. they've kind of backtracked a little bit and, and kind of fallen into line with the current um sort of formula for battle passes and stuff which would hopefully help them um will it be enough to suck me back in probably not but if they were i'll tell you what if there was another five maps or something like that i'd probably um be very intrigued but another couple of maps yeah i don't know if that's going to be enough to to suck me back in to be mm. honest and, and co-op i mean i know that's not coming yet but campaign co-op that was never really a problem for me so even when that does land that's not going to be enough so um 
Mm-hmm. I am looking forward to co-op. Co-op's kind of one of the things I'm really looking forward to, actually, because I, I do want to complete the campaign again in Legendary, and uh, that's not something I'm willing to put myself through without somebody to hold my hand a little bit. So, um, yeah, so I am I am really looking forward to co-op when, whenever that comes. And I'll be doing another campaign run, run for that. But I think, yeah, yeah, everything you've said there, Flap, is is fair, and that's the challenge that they've got. They've they tried to kind of take a different approach to to BRs rather uh, not BRs, sorry, battle passes hmm. um, and the challenge system, and not really looked at the tried and tested methods that Fortnite, COD, and Apex have, uh, and that's really bitten them on the arse. And unfortunately, now they've got kind of a really um, long road back to kind of where they were at launch. Unfortunately for them, um, you know, people like me and maybe Luke, they don't really have to do much for us, I don't think, because no. we enjoy the core gameplay that mm. much that we'll probably always jump into it at some point. And I know I mentioned earlier that I'm, uh, I sort of refer to myself as lapsed. I still play it once or twice a week, but I was playing it three or four hours a night when it launched. So wow. it has you know, changed quite a lot since, since mm. then. They don't have to do much to, to bring me back in one map is enough for me personally but for a larger audience it's it's unfortunately not enough and, and they need to kind of get get to a point where they're releasing maps mods very regularly well mr bmg's just put halo let me down took my money and gave me poop <laughs> yeah but we might go on to it later but he's he he buys gta 5 for time, so <laughs> yeah, i don't think he can say anything can he yeah no fair point I've got a quick Halo question for Luke and Scott, actually, just around the Battle Pass, So, if you guys know. So, you know, they say that there no Battle Pass ever expires and, uh, you know, you can always go back to one later on. So the idea that you can, you know, like any other Battle Pass, you get credits to buy the next one. Hmm. So if, let's take me, for example, if I was to not drop into the game until, say, mid-late next year, when there's maybe been, you know, four or five seasons by that point, can I then pick which one I want to do, work through it to get all those credits, and then by the end of it, I've got, like, potentially thousands of credits if I've completed all those battle passes? Or is it just you have to complete all of one before you can go to another one, et cetera, et cetera? Do you have any idea how it works, perhaps? I know it's probably not public knowledge, but... I'm not too sure whether they've kind of... Obviously, because we're still in season one, we'll probably learn a bit more when we hit season two. Um, The the best thing we've got to go on is the Master Chief Collection has something similar, Pucks, where essentially you can Mm. activate a battle pass at a time. So... You say, okay. right, I, I don't want to do season two. I want to do season one's battle pass. Uh, you activate that, and then the challenges or whatever you do contribute towards that battle pass. And you can effectively switch between them at any one time. I don't think you would have to complete all of one before you can move on to two. I think you could essentially just move between them as you as you want. Okay. The only thing is, is the thousand credits is only coming as part of season twos. And obviously, you would have to mm-hmm. buy the premium battle pass for a thousand credits first yeah, sure. so in theory you could buy a thousand credits for, for season two um complete season two then go and do season one with that thousand credits you got from season two but then you wouldn't earn any credits from the season one battle pass because they they don't exist um mm. i think that's how it is how it's going to work but they've not specified too much so like i say we'll probably learn more when the second pass is out there and we can see how it looks in in the ui no okay fair enough yeah no fair <clears> point um yeah, no, that's kind of cool, and uh, you know, I think everyone's been kind of waiting for what season two in Halo is going to look like, and kind of here we are. We still got a few questions that need answering, but um, yeah, I think we're we've got a much better picture. And like I say, you know, good good news for the hardcore, and and possibly just slightly disappointing for the for the ones that have dropped off. If I'm completely honest, but um, let's move on to Max Payne, and I know this is one probably for Luke, um, but yeah, Remedy. Uh, have been tasked with with uh, remaking Max Payne. I think it's one and two, and I think they're rolling them into one game. I believe is that correct, Luke? Yes, yes, that's right. Um, hmm. Yeah, I, I, this was really surprising to me. Like, just completely out of left field. Did not expect it. Um, incredibly excited, actually. Uh, so I'm a big Max Payne fan. I loved. Um, all three, actually. I mean, the third game was made by Rockstar. Hmm. Uh, I think it was written by Sam Hauser as well. So it's a little different um, in tone, I guess, to one and two, which were purely written by Sam Lake at Remedy. Um, but it's a, a really cool series, and I really didn't think we'd get another because, um, you know, Rockstar just owned that IP. They're not hmm. really interested in doing anything with it, or seemingly they weren't. <laughs> Um, 
you know, because why would they when they've got GTA that they can sell 50,000 times and, you know, a new one and then Red Dead on the back burner. So he's, he's um, talking about you, BMG. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, BMG, that's directly at you. Um, so you are responsible for our lack of Max Payne games. Um, so, yeah, so I was, I was massively surprised, um, but really excited. They're remaking him, as you say, as a package. Um, hmm. They're being remade in Northlight, which is Remedy's own engine. Um, I think they said they'll have the budget of a typical Remedy AAA game. Okay. So this will not be just a, you know, this will essentially be a proper ground-up remake. Mm. Um, I can't wait to see what they will make those games look like for next-gen hardware. Um, it's going to be super impressive. Uh, and Remedy are just, I mean, like Remedy, one of my favorite studios at the moment because they've, I mean, they're now remaking Max Payne 1 and 2. They've got Alan Wake 2 in development, which mm-hmm. I'm super excited for. I think they're probably. Uh, I think they've said that they're planning on working on a control sequel as well, which is yes. such a fantastic game. Yeah. Mm. So um, you know that just everything that they do at the moment for me. I- I'm pleased you said I that. Wait I, for, so. Yeah, I really like Remedy as well. They're, they're a great studio. Did you? Uh, I'm guessing not, but because they've obviously just kind of come off the back of Crossfire X. Did you give that a chance at all? No. No, no, I did not. I, I didn't. Um, look, don't. Uh, yeah, no, if, I, obviously, if you're excited for future Remedy games, do not play Crossfire. Yes, X. no, I don't <laughs> want them to be tainted by Crossfire X because yeah. that's not true Remedy. Like that, that isn't. Uh, you know, I'm sure it's okay. It's fine. Uh, maybe less than fine, but um, it's clearly not something that was a big project for them. So I, I don't want to. I don't want to yeah. taint them. No, I think um, it seems like it's a functional game, like you say. And to be honest, I don't think yeah. they're used to that sort of fast-paced, you know, gunplay. Like you say, Remedy's a bit more cerebral, isn't it? You can kind of sit back a little bit and work out what you're going to do next. Whereas those sort of, you know, first-person military shooters are kind of they're not like that, are they? They're kind of in-your-face shooters no. normally. But um, yeah, yeah. No, I'm very, I'm very excited for it. Um, mm. uh, for, for both of them. Well, um. I saw a poll. I can't remember if it was Spawn Wave or Jay Wood, people like that on um, YouTube put a poll out saying, have you ever played a Max Payne game? And and the answer was no by quite a large margin. And I've got to be honest, I stick my hand up. I, I've not played a Max Payne game. Uh, Pucks, Scott, have you played Max no, Payne? No, my hand's up as well. Never no. played one. Even yeah, you too. I've I've not. I've oh, not played either of them. So, so. <laughs> what am I? Sorry, what am I doing here? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but the thing is, Luke, not, I, even, not even free. No, no, not even no, the third no, one. No, no, no. Matt. I, I don't know I, why. I, my my I apologies. Know. I've, I, I've never is... seen Luke look so disgusted in his life, to be <laughs> honest. I think we've really offended him, gents. I just, yeah, I'm just quite shocked. No, I mean, mm. I mean, the first you know, the first two were back in, well, the first one was early 2000s, and then the second a couple of years later. And I think the third came out 2010 something. It might have been, you know, it was, it was a good while after after the first two. Uh, I'm just surprised, but then again, maybe not because it's never been like a huge franchise per se. Um, you know, it's not it's not big mainstream. Fr- I mean, they did make that terrible film. I remember going to the cinemas to see that. <laughs> I've, I've, I've seen <laughs> really? I've seen no. the film. Yeah. I've yeah. seen the film. Look, I've not I've not played the games, yeah. but I've seen the film. So, is it, so, who is it take, in the film? Don't take the foot. It's Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, and I think Mila Kunis is in it as well. Uh, d- don't see the film. That will take your view of Max Payne because uh, the film is terrible. Um, but uh, yeah, I remember that. That's how much I like Max Payne. I actually paid to go to the cinema to see Max Payne in the cinema. So, and it was- so, so describe it as a game. What sort of genre is it? What what kind of game is it then? Um, if you think of um, if you think of Control mm-hmm. uh, and the combat there, uh, but you put bullet time in it. Oh wow! Okay. And you don't have any of the supernatural powers, hmm, hmm. Uh, and it's not um, kind of rogue like a Metroidvania, which Control is. It's more of a uh, a linear, I guess, action adventure to some extent. Okay. Uh, kind of sh- sh- shoot 'em up with bullet time. Um, it inspired a lot of games around that time. So if you think of um, what were the games? Uh, I think it was Stranglehold or something like that that came out around the time. Uh, Dead to Rights, if anybody remembers that. Um, a load of games around that time were basically doing Max Payne style mechanics, right. bullet time, linear action adventure story. Um, so it inspired a, a bit of a subgenre of its own. What, what's, uh, what so, era was it? Was it the 360 era? 
So the uh, the original Max Payne was uh, early Xbox era, uh, although oh, wow. it, it was on PC. I can't remember if it came to console. I didn't play it on console. Um, and then I the remember second it being one, an original Xbox game. If, ah, if I remember yeah, that. Go then. Right. that might be why, yeah, I, think, why I, I missed it. Mm. I think it was on, yeah. on PS2 uh, yes, as, as yeah. well, though. Uh, yeah, wow. so it was that that that, yeah. that generation. It's been around yeah, a while. So I, do, I, do rem- I do remember it because um, I remember the bullet time thing being pretty big. Um, yeah, because I think it was yeah. fairly novel at the, at the time, or, or like yeah. a fairly unique mechanic. So I do remember that aspect, despite not. I'm guessing it jumped on so. the back of the Matrix and things like that. Then. Yes. Yeah. It was. I think one of the first games to clearly inspired by that mm, um mm, it also yeah. had um really impressive physics for the time okay. as well which i'm sure they will bring back so I, I mean again you see this in control it has super impressive physics yeah. of course in bullet time it's even more impressive um and you know you could die through doors and break you know die through tables break tables with your bullets okay. like all of, all of this stuff all of, just imagine the matrix but again mm. yeah. uh, novel in those and, days and no, i should no think yeah, yeah. Max Payne yeah, 1 had a so, GBA port, apparently. Yeah, it, it did, not. yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know what it looked like. but uh, it did. I can't imagine very um, good, mate. But, uh, probably yeah, not very good, no. Did. no. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't... I, I, I wouldn't think, oh, uh, I need to go and play Max Payne now. I'm going to go and play the originals. Don't go and play the originals because they will play very poorly now. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the third will probably pay, play quite well still. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I, I'm very excited. Well, that's interesting because you know they're obviously remaking it exactly for uh, you know for myself, Pucks, and Scott. You know, for the people that kind of missed it first time around, and like you say, perhaps they didn't push it that hard. I don't remember because I had a PS2. I don't remember thinking that was a must-have game at the time. So, hmm. yeah, I think Remedy were quite small at the time as well. So, um, you know, it's very much a it fell into the Alan Wake bucket really of a cult classic rather than something that had big main. main so, is it deals. originally Max a Remedy title then? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realise that. Oh, so it's kind of just go, kind of going back to them. Rockstar have kind of got together with them, just kind of literally remake the original that they created. Yes. I guess. Yeah. Oh, wow, I didn't realise that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so it's, mm. it's it's really cool. Uh, funnily enough, uh, Max Payne himself actually uh, the design, uh, his his entire look uh, and his face is based on Sam Lake, the oh. the writer, the head writer of Remedy. Uh-huh. So, uh, so uh, yeah, uh, except for the third game when they turned him into like I don't know. Looks a bit like a nicer Trevor from GTA Five. <laughs> nicer um, Trevor. Yeah, um, the look. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it, it's cool. It's cool. How did it end up in Rockstar's hands, Luke? Mm. Out of I actually, the first I, I actually, yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember at all because it, it's quite interesting that it obviously you know belongs to to Rockstar. I don't know if. Um, I don't think Rockstar published one and two. I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe no, I'm wrong do, on that. Do, it doesn't look like remember. it. Yeah, I'm just having a quick look here. So it looks like it was um, one was published by Gathering of Developers, which I've honestly uh, never heard of. Um, yeah. Obviously, three was developed by Rockstar, as you said. Two was so two was published by Rockstar. So maybe as part of that publishing agreement, they acquired the. Rights, yeah, it's possible. which then led to, to, yeah. to the movie, possibly. Yeah, that, that, that would probably make sense. Wow. Yeah, and then to free. So, yeah, uh, but very strange. So, uh, but I think, you know, fair play to Rockstar, actually, because um, <clears throat> they could have just sat on it and gone, not interested. Uh, but, you know, they've actually seemed to be quite collaborative. With that seems, uh, seems unlike Rockstar. And a very, very un-Rockstar-like. Um, but clearly, you know, Remedy must have had a good pitch for it. And um, Rockstar want to diversify a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and I think, you know, it's probably good business sense for, for Rockstar. I don't think they really have to do much. I think, obviously, they'll probably, you know, be putting money towards development. But I think Remedy said as soon as all the development costs are recoup then they get a rockstar get a percentage of profit from everything else after that so it's you know it works out well for them so um it's quite strange yeah, it's i think no go on, sorry no i was going to say in remedy as well i think it makes sense for what remedy are trying to do at the minute actually to, to get mike's pain back again because or, or at least try and establish a relationship where they can maybe make a new max pain because um for those who don't know remedy are trying to do their own basically game universe at the moment so yeah. um control and, and alan wake are actually 
purportedly in the same universe. So, and they, they hinted at that in the control DLC. Well, I say hinted, they just told you basically. Yeah. Um, so, uh, going forward, I think they're trying to kind of amalgamate some of their titles into other titles and kind of interconnect them, much like the MCU. So, I think this might be a play to, to try and get Max Payne wow. somewhere in there as well. Mm. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah that would be a thing. Did you, find the, did you find the language of the announcement in any way interesting? Look, because it does sound like the, the, the ink was barely dry by the time they put out this. <laughs> Um, press release. So obviously, it, it's it, it probably hasn't even started development. The, 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 yeah. I think they even said um, the contract we've signed today are words to that effect, which yeah. um, I, I thought was interesting. Um, so you know, this this is a long way off, and I, I know this is maybe slightly off topic. I mean, we could say this for another show, but it's maybe another example of game announcements being a little different these days. You know, I know this is yeah. very press focused, but you know, they've announced this game. Uh, not not for us. So it, it mm-hmm. wasn't for us as fans. I don't think obviously we get the benefit for it. Um, but it was more for investors, uh, more for uh, the media, and maybe more for recruitment. Um, which yeah is seemingly a little bit of a trend in the gaming industry these days. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, I think I think it speaks to that um, clearly. Remedy, uh, you know, I mean, look at all the projects they've got in development. Um, they're going to need a lot more staff yeah. uh, for all of that, and, and they are hiring pretty significantly. Uh, and also, I think it speaks to just how excited Remedy probably are for it. Mm. You know, Sam Lake especially is. I mean, he created this franchise. I'm sure he's absolutely over the moon, just like he was to make you know to be able to make Alan Wake too, uh, to, to make more of these. So um, even though it's the remake, so um, yeah. But it, 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 it it's it's a while off. Having said that, you know, if you look at stuff like um, the Dead Space remake, um, if you get enough resources behind these things, the development time seems to be a bit less um, than, you know, starting a game up from scratch because you've, yeah. you've got everything, at least in terms of narrative and game design, already up and running. So um, I, it might be a bit harder for the original Max Payne and Max Payne 2 um, because these are much older games than the Dead Space. So I think there will be more thought that has to go into them about how they... You know, mm. I branch out with it, but um, yeah, it's it's super cool. You get me excited now. I want it to happen. It's a little way off yet, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I'd say at least two, probably two, yeah. two and a half yeah. years. Yeah, uh, but 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 you, know, you never know. You know, they they might. Um, their engines apparently are really really good and really easy to work with. So mm. uh, they might be able to get it up and running a lot quicker than people think. Um, but it doesn't matter because next year we're supposed to have Alan Week too. So yeah, that's you know, true. Yeah, that's true. We do even, have a even if we get that the next year. Mm. But. Yeah, no, that's a fair point, yeah, I guess. So. Um, Pucks, we've got quite a lot of uh, comments flying in. Where are we with the comments on this one? Yeah, I've got a few things to read out here. Um, regarding this topic, or shall I just go for the whole lot? Let's go for the whole lot, shall we? Yeah, why not? So, I've got one here right at the very top. So, an ex who says, yep, I'm hyped about Max Payne. As much as uh, as Luke is, by the sounds of it. Yeah, well, we've uh, run the poll. Was... We've run the poll, and it's very close. It's fifty six of have played it, and forty four haven't played it. Only out of twelve, ten votes. It's just it's changed as we as we. But so yeah, it's it's fairly close. More more people okay. have played it than not. Hmm. Uh, Mateco here saying, "Hope everyone's got their morning coffee." I did have my morning tea next to me, but I've just finished mine, so uh, that was good. Um, oh, now. Smitty Smith says, "Are we jumping back into Halo?" Um. Mesco again saying Max Ka- Max Payne was one of the first large production finished games, so yes, played it back in the day. Mm. Uh, Soren X who says, "I hope they keep address unknown in the remakes." That means nothing to me, but does that mean so nope. too? Then Luke, that's probably one for Luke, I guess. Yeah, well, <laughs> address is with a capital A, so yeah, that's uh... hmm. sounds like a name of someone or Noun, something. Yeah, I'm assuming. yeah, yeah. Mesco um, again says on the PC it was brutally heavy game to play I'm sure you're demanding um, okay. I'm reading that mm-hmm. uh, one yeah. here from Stubbs Gaming who says Rockstar cash grab, they ain't even making it they are too busy making shark cards <laughs> <laughs> well what I will say on that though I will say the fact that it's Remedy remaking these games and not Rockstar actually has me more excited if this was yeah, Rockstar yeah. announcing this and they were developing yeah, it, I yeah. would be. You know, I, I obviously have not played the game. The thing that excites me about these remakes is the fact that 
coming off the back of playing control just last year, it's remedy making the game. If this was Rockstar yeah. off the back of GTA five and RDR two, I wouldn't I wouldn't have anywhere near this the, the level of excitement. You know, right, this is this is this is what I was laughing at when Luke was talking. It's like the best game, right, that Rockstar have ever made. The best game they've ever made was that table tennis one and they made it so well that it doesn't need a sequel. <laughs> it doesn't need a sequel. They made it so well. <laughs> need to remake that. Yeah, bring that point? back out. I'd buy that. What's the uh, point? 100%. It's so good. It probably holds up now. Make it in the, make it in the new rage <laughs> Yeah. Brilliant. I mean, chat, you tell us. Yeah, did you guys play Rockstar's table tennis back in 2006 on the 360? Let us know. <laughs> i tell you what, it was about 15 quid, wasn't it? It, it, it was dirt cheap. Yeah. Um, and it was one of those... Sort it was of, really good. It was, it was. really good. It was just yeah, a it was demo a for their demo. engine, wasn't yeah. it? They just wanted yeah, to yeah. get a game out using the engine and they just right. yeah. table tennis for it. What did that lead um, to? What was the next thing they released? Would that have been Red Dead? Ooh, uh, I'm honestly not, not, not too sure. Not too sure. Think, if I can GTA find 4? Out. Might have been GTA, Might have been GTA 4. 4. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I think you're right. Red Dead came out after that. Yeah, I think you're right. A few more comments here if you want to crack on, but... Soronex, who says, Max Payne's are a game changer. They were and still are ahead of their time. Mm, I'm getting so. hyped for this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Another one from Soronex again, who says, the controls on the back compact versions are still great. And I think I saw in the chat earlier, I can't remember who said it, but apparently Max Payne 3 also benefits from FPS boost on series mm. consoles as well. That's cool. That's really <clears> cool. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Oh. There's a there's a massive spring sale on at the moment with over 500 titles with up to I think it's 85 to 95 percent discount which is pretty amazing, and there's also mm. been some I was going to say rumours there's also been some rumbles that people have been receiving four pounds or five dollar um, gift card vouchers um, just at mm. random so keep an eye on your inbox on on Xbox just to see if you've got um, some money in there ready and waiting for you, but yeah, now, now's the time. So I don't know if the I don't know if the Max Payne's are in, in in as part of that spring sale, but now would be a good time to jump in if if, mm. if so. But potentially, like Luke says, perhaps they haven't aged so well. But hmm. yeah, I'm just having a look here at the game. So after Table Tennis was released in 2006, the next game of that generation that they released was Grand Theft Auto 4. There was the mm. Bully Scholarship Edition, but I. I assume that was just a re-release of Bully. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was G- GTA mm. Four. Mm. I liked GTA Four. I preferred it to Five, if I'm honest. I don't know why GTA Four doesn't get any love whatsoever. It's it's the one that's always forgotten. Garbage. You don't like it? Oh, I thought it was brilliant. I really liked it. <laughs> yeah. It, it. I. I think it's the worst GTA. Wow. Really. really? Wow. In, in what in what way? What story way or or mechanics? Uh, story story way. Wow. The the big thing they did in GTA Four, which they deliberately did, but I I just felt it was crap, was that every GTA before that and after to some extent, um, it's been about uh, I I remember specifically they quoted this. It's been about rags to riches, right? So you go from lully mm-hmm. idiot to yeah. someone really successful. That's the kind of point of the game. Said for GTA 4, their aim was not to do that, it was go for, specifically to go from rags to slightly better rags, yeah. Yeah, um, so the story mm. proceeds on a you know, you never really feel like you're making big advancements in the world because Nico is just a, a loser, uh, who doesn't really do much, and uh, yeah, I just hated it. That's Absolutely interesting, that. it. Mm. Um, yeah, fair point. Fair point. The color palette in the game was quite gray as yeah, well. Quite, around, quite gray, quite dour. Yeah. You know, coming off stuff like Vice City and stuff, it was yeah. Like yeah. really dull. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah I quite like didn't. that though. It's quite gritty. Gritty, I think is the word. <laughs> it is gritty. Uh, so if you're if you're into that, then it's mm. probably a good one. I think I think I think it helped set the mood, and it kind of carries the mood through. Like you say, it's not like it's not rags to riches. It is. Yeah, I've never really yeah. thought of it like that before. Interesting. I think I agree with that, but yeah, it's very much the game which everyone forgets, don't they? Although, again, if you do play GTA V, there is actually a small Easter egg where I think on one of the ending missions, you can actually have Nico Bellic as one of your uh, like helpers in your in like, one of the ma- major heists. Yeah, you can like call on him. Hmm. Keep going. We're not done with the chat yet, are we? No, where sorry, I've we? got a few more here. Um, I did just see a comment from... There's another one I will read out in a minute. I just saw another one here from Darren as well in the chat who says, uh, I thought the Max Payne film was good. Problem is people expect too much from game to film adaptations. 
Um, taking Uncharted, for instance. Now, I've not seen Uncharted, but I no, know I when I first saw the trailers, I I mean, I, I mostly good but mixed things is what I've heard about it. But I think the main, and I haven't seen it, so I can't comment too much. But the one gripe I had, I think, because Tom Holland is so heavily established as Spider-Man. Yeah. I just yeah. found it like it almost feels like yeah. it was too soon for him to start playing another character. It's like, yeah, it's not great casting. That's not who you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, Mark Wahlberg, I mean, as Sully is just the yeah, that, stupidest yeah. thing I've ever, I've ever seen in my life. Thank you. I'm um, pleased you've said that because when I heard that, yeah. it's like, Sully? He's Sully? What? Sully, yeah, yeah. It just yeah. Does, yeah yeah I've not I've not seen it fully yet um I will go I will see it but, yeah. uh, they wrote they wrote they wrote the film didn't they to basically be a prequel to the, the first game it was meant to be how Nathan Drake became oh, Nathan Drake yeah. which is why yeah. they all look quite young but yeah. even so I feel but like that, they're just they're just explaining away why they picked who they picked and describing yeah, the way yeah. they look rather than mm. this was actually a you know like a cinematic mm. choice it was just and no we just got a big also, name he looks like a twelve year old so. It's it's then super jarring as well because they did that, but then they've actually brought in um, set pieces that were in the later Uncharted games. Yes, like so Uncharted Three, wasn't it? Like, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like as a fan, as a fan of the games, you kind of like, well, yeah, but that doesn't happen here. And I know, like, you kind of got to divorce yourself, like much like the Halo show at the moment. Yeah, you have to kind of mm-hmm. try and divorce yourself from what you've seen in the games to try and enjoy it more, which is absolutely fine. Um, but uh, yeah. It, lot of decisions and i mean clearly it's been really successful uh uncharted so you know good for them and they're gonna do another i'm sure but um very jarring the tom holland thing i totally agree with it's it's way too jarring for him to be in another big blockbuster film as mm. a character who is supposed to be fundamentally so different to peter parker slash spider mm. you know but tom holland kind of plays it very similar like except for the nerdiness so it's kind mm. of like oh, okay really hard to spend my disbelief here mm. but okay yeah. yeah didn't tom holland refer to it as like being a mistake doing doing that movie um <laughs> in, in the run-up i, I believe that because yeah i i i, I maybe misremembered that no i, I feel thought. like I'm, i've heard a similar thing like in an article or something just before the film came out how he may second guess this decision i'm sort i'm now that you've said that i feel like i've seen that yeah. as well I, I think there was something like that which i would find interesting you know obviously depending on what direction they go for another movie which uh, as Luke says they undoubtedly will because uh, i think it is the most successful video game movie of all time so. now uh, i believe um after after it was released um i get over took sonic and warcraft and, and, and things like that so the dude who another one will he be cast again after mm, yeah. his yeah, comments are, comment. you know, will success has the success changed his mind, or will they maybe go a different a different route? Just get Mark Wahlberg out. Yeah, that was a that. peculiar yeah. one. That was peculiar. I, I think that, I, th- I think that's just to say Mark Wahlberg's in this movie. I think it's it's purely. I don't even you know, so they can say there's a couple of big names in there to help to help sell it. I don't I don't even get why Mark Wahlberg is a selling point though. Yeah, Mark exactly. Wahlberg. How is Mark Wahlberg a selling yeah, point? Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Got a comment here from Darren. Who's just... Oh, sorry. Go, Luke. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, no, no, no. no sorry. I just who just says, why are people against Tom Holland playing a young Nathan Drake? It's a prequel, not an up-to-date version of Uncharted. I'm going into watching it with an open mind. And I think, I think we just kind of covered that, really, in that it's not like I have a problem with Tom Holland. It's more... Because he's so heavily established with Spider-Man, yeah, it's not I like agree. there's been. It's not like he played Spider-Man five years ago and he's now moving on to other projects. It's like he literally just finished the new Spider-Man. Yeah. So in everyone's eyes, he is Spider-Man, not all the current one. But it makes yeah, it, it makes me wonder if they actually did that on purpose to to drag in people that are fans of Tom Holland. If that makes sense. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think, point, I think actually, that's yeah. I think that's fair, Flap. Yeah, Soren X here says Tom Holland still looks too childish, personally, and. I don't know, maybe for that role, even as a prequel, like he still looks like a teenager. Whereas I feel like, because yeah, when he played the first game, like Nathan Drake's like what, early 30s or something like that, or like late 20s or whatever. Yeah. I, I can't really tell. I'm just yeah. going by. I'd have said but, early 30s. It's hmm. weird. It's hard to explain when you someone hmm. throws the question, like, why are you against it? It's like, well, outside of the Spider Man thing, it's just something about the way he looks doesn't fit outside of the game. I'm trying to remove myself from that. There's still something that doesn't feel like he doesn't fit the character for me personally yeah i think it's i don't i don't know i've not played the uncharted game so i don't have that sort of connection with the character so to me it it doesn't 
other than he's Spider-Man, I don't really have any issue because I don't know the character or how he looks. Or well, obviously I know how he looks from like artwork and stuff. But um, yeah, it, it's interesting, and and I know Luke was touching on it as well. It's a similar thing that I've got with Halo at the moment. When you've got that connection with the franchise, it's very difficult to disconnect from it. Um, and that can make these adaptations, whether they be movies or TV shows or anything, quite difficult for established fans of the franchise because the decisions that they've made to adapt it are often quite jarring, uh, whether that be casting or writing or whatever it may be. You know, it, it, they're kind of for, they're not for us, they're, they're for the, the, the wider audience to be maybe aren't familiar with the, with, with the characters of the franchise, I find. Do you I say you haven't played Uncharted? <laughs> yeah, I've not. I've not played the Uncharted games, Flap. Wow! You wow, you're missing out. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's God, surprising. Luke, you, you think Luke's going to say something? Right? No, I, th I think Pokes, you were right in that. Um, you know, I think if if Tom Holland was playing Nathan Drake like four or five years after he'd already played Spider Man. You probably could divorce it from your mind, but because he's gone straight into it, you know, it's very fresh in the memory. And uh, you know, No Way Home just just released, mm. uh, essentially next to Uncharted or very close. You know, um, you know, put Robert Pattinson straight after Twilight into the Batman, <laughs> like yeah. you'd be like, yeah, you know, like that won't work. Yeah, uh, but because there's so much time and he's aged and he's changed, and you know. He's fantastic, and you don't. I don't look at him and think, "Oh, it's Edward Cullen," you know. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but people yeah, were still um, skeptical of the casting because of his yeah, past, sure. my, myself included. Uh, I, I will, I will admit. So, yeah, even that, even disconnected from Twilight, as long as it has been, people were still um, skeptical of that casting choice because of you know his, I guess, big break, so to speak. I think yeah. Daniel Craig's yeah. fallen into that as well. When you see him in other films, it's like it's just James Bond. It's kind of synonymous at the moment with that particular character, isn't it? It's bizarre. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I suppose speaking of early examples as well, like Daniel Radcliffe as Harry Potter, for example. It's yeah, you know, like, was, I think it, yeah, it, it was from time before. Yeah. I saw him in Woman in Black. Before. He's in the film Woman in Black, isn't he? And that, that yeah. was yeah, quite jarring to see him in that. It's bizarre. Yeah. I think that's one of his first films he played after mm. the Harry Potter stuff finished as well. I saw yeah. that in the cinema, and it was. Yeah, you definitely had that association at first, but it was like, oh, but no, but Harry Potter's done, so yeah, this is cool, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand the process, but you just associate them with that character. It's just how it is. But yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we've got one from. Um, we've got a question really from because we were going to do some community questions. I know BMG put some stuff in the Discord channel, and if you're not part of our Discord uh, channel, please join. Uh, the link should be in the description below. Um, but he's put, apart from Starfield coming out in November this year, what else has Xbox coming out this year that will be a big hitter? Um, I'm guessing Redfall is the answer. Is it the only answer? Maybe. Is mm. Redfall question mark? Is probably. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it wasn't it and for summer? Yeah, yep. the original yeah. answer is some of this, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and he's put, will that be a big hitter? Uh, uh, mm. <laughs> yeah, well, it's an arcane game, so it won't be a big hitter in the sense of it'll do, no. you know, big numbers. Uh, yeah. It might be critically very well received. I'm, I'm not uh, and it might sure, be great, to be honest. But... I think critically, because it's a very different arcade game with the whole co-op angle they've gone for, kind of, I don't know. I, I'm not too. I'm not too sure whether it'll have the same critical reception as some of the previous games. Yeah, I guess it depends on if um, how much they can meld immersive sim stuff into that game in a co-op yeah. angle, which I think will be very difficult. Uh, I think that will boil down to essentially approachability of how you you know missions, like how you approach them. I'm sure they'll have a lot of that stuff, but they're not going to be able to do like the stuff you can do in Dishonored like mm. things in a very specific way because there's too many variables from other people so they'll have to kind of pair that back so i guess that's where you know they might do that super well like it's the same it's the same um the same team that in arcane that did prey isn't it yes so um i think um and you know they're really talented so i'm sure if anyone can do it it's them but i am quite skeptical that was the thing when it was announced. I was like, "Oh, 
vampires, arcane, you know, big kind of open worldish, really excited, and then they were like, and it's co-op, and I was like, ah, yeah, okay, um, yeah, that kind of dampened it. I need to see it. I need to see what it looks like. I guess yeah. yeah I mean, um, the, the, the the question was was targeted around Xbox specifically, so I'm guessing Deathloop. Can we count Deathloop in that? Do you think? I, I personally mm. wouldn't. Do people care about that at this stage? Is that is that because you don't think it's a big hitter, or because it's already come out on PlayStation? A bit of both. Right. Yeah, a bit of both. Okay. Yeah, I think it's that... already out. So I think obviously it's going to come to Game Pass, which will which will do something for it. But I think despite its critical reception, I didn't get the feeling it was commercially well received. And and I I think that's exactly why Bethesda originally signed a deal with PlayStation anyway, because these things are bloody risky for them and don't often mm-hmm. lead to um, a lot of commercial success. So um, I, I'm excited to play it. But yeah, I wouldn't necessarily call it. I guess it's the the definition of big hitter, isn't it? <laughs> you know, yeah. Like yeah. Starfield's a big hitter. What, what, what well, else? I mean, Luke's actually played it. I, I believe you haven't completed it. Uh, would uh, is it worth getting excited about? I guess is a question. Uh, well, I I oh, you're butting on us slightly. Uh, so I've only played a little. Oh, that was weird. Um, back. Uh, I've only played maybe four hours. Okay. So, um, it's something I probably will go back to, but I must admit it did not grab me that well in those three and four hours. But I've heard this anyway. Apparently, it takes a long time to get going, uh, mm-hmm. in terms of opening up the game and really letting you loose. So I think you know it's one of the inherent flaws of the game. But mm-hmm. also, you only get the juicy stuff when you've gone past that. So. I don't know. I mean, it's it's a cool game. Um, setting's really cool, uh, but yeah, I don't think uh, the the thing is. I think people like it's one of those games, much like many arcane games, where some people are really going to love it and they'll mm-hmm. get it straight away. Other people are just going to bounce straight off it. So I'd say if you don't like Dishonored or you don't like Prey, you're probably going to bounce off this pretty hard. Because I I didn't really gel with Dishonored, although I quite like to pray, I've got to be honest. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one yeah, for me. I quite like the premise, but yeah, like you say, if there's that big speed hump you've got to get over, before, like you say, before you get into the juicy stuff and it really turns that corner. It's a real fine line for games, isn't it, to do that, um, to turn that corner. I guess Elden Ring wasn't so bad. I thought it was going to turn a corner for me much later than it actually did. Um <clears throat> And I'm quite pleased for that. And that's probably why I stuck with it till the end because of that. But some games drag that sort of, you know, you know, sort of that breadcrumb trail that you follow and follow and follow and follow, thinking there's going to be something good at the end of this. And it takes ages to get there. So, um, yeah, I, I struggle with um, getting over that speed hump with, with new games, particularly new concept type games as well. So mm. it's a fine balance for them to get that right and, and perhaps, like you say, hook people in. But I mean, it, it, it was uh, nominated for plenty of awards in the uh, the Game Awards last year. So it's obviously liked on some level. But um, hmm. anything else? Yeah, what we'll... else is coming? Well, we've got some. What we've got? We got Starfield. Redfall was rumored for summer, but then not rumored. Announced for summer, but then rumored to be delayed. So I'm hoping we'll hear more about that soon. Mm. Um, do you think Falls and Motorsports hits this this year? It was rumored too, wasn't it? Mm. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Mm. I guess you could okay, consider I, that I, a I, big hitter. Is hmm. it though? Mm. Well, I, I think it is. I'd, I'd say it was. I'd say it's a big. I'd say it was a big hitter. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, turn okay. ten do a fantastic job, and they're normally at the forefront of showcasing the new hardware. So for them to have waited a couple of years seems odd to me. But obviously the game just wasn't ready. But um, hmm, yeah, they're a big studio. Yeah, but other than that, yeah. I mean, Stubbs kind of said it. To 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 be honest, in in some ways, um, he said nothing is the answer. And I think he's probably not not yeah. wrong because I think Redfall isn't going to be a big hitter. I, I certainly wouldn't have it anywhere near the level of Starfield. Oh, Fossil no. Motorsports, not even... Um, they haven't even put a date on it. That's completely a rumour. Mm. And all the other things are maybe just smaller projects. I think Project Belfry, that was leaked by uh, Jeff mm. Grubb and Jez Corden. Um, I think that was rumoured to be coming this year. Was, was it Belfry or the, the other one? 
I think it might have been one of the, uh, it might be a different one actually. There's a couple of maybe those smaller titles that that may drop um, later this this year as well, but certainly nothing I would categorize as a as a big a big hitter. You know, like a Hellblade or um, Fable or Perfect Dark. You know, no things like that. I think we're gonna have to be a little bit more patient for those big hitters. It feels yeah, like this. Yeah, go on. I've just seen a comment. I've just seen a comment here from Darren as well, who just said uh, Microsoft needs to get a grip on their studios. Sorry, but where is Fable? Where is all the new games they promised? Where is Coalition's new game? Supposedly been working on it for two to three years now. Well, I was about to say that. I mean, there's lots of question marks over Xbox at the moment with regards to their sort of their launch schedule because, like you say, you know, there's they've teased so much so early, and we've heard nothing. There's been a bit of an Xbox news drought for a while. I don't. I can't remember the yeah. last significant thing before the Activision. Uh, um, announcement. Um, so I'm hoping there's going to be a mega blowout this summer, uh, and that they're kind of saving it all up, I guess. But um... it's going, it's going stand in hand with Soren X's comment as well. He said, "Yeah, there's probably a number of unannounced games probably dropping after a summer games announcement, which I think we can all anticipate is true." But I'm not too sure. To be perfectly honest, yeah, we've asked because this question, we, we discussed it on, on on the show yeah, in the past, and we've said they mm-hmm. they had a massive blowout a number of years ago, essentially out of necessity because there was so many question marks over their first party portfolio. That's when they announced Perfect Dark, Fable, Everwild, and that's why they're getting criticised yeah. now for for announcing games too early. Which is, we kind of have a really good roadmap of what their studios are working on. We just don't know when they're coming. Mm. If you think of a first party studio, um, there isn't an awful lot we don't know outside of um, maybe something like um, oh, what was the We Happy Few developer Compulsion. Maybe yeah. you know what their game is, um, but if you think about all the other ones, Avowed, Fable, Perfect Dark, Motorsport, um, <clears throat> we know Gear Six is coming. Uh, obviously, Starfield, we know Elder Scrolls Six is uh, is coming in two decades or whenever it might be. We know a lot of what they're going to be working on. Um, it's unfortunately just time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think no, I, I totally agree. I mean, there's other stuff we don't like in Exiles next game. We don't know what that is. I mean, we we know kind of what it might be, uh, first person mm. RPG, you know, uh, that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff that that we just we just know, you know, that it's coming, uh, and but it's going to be a while, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. So I, w- what we'll say is that I, if they if they hit this year with Redfall, Starfield, and a couple of other smaller things, let's say. I don't think that's a bad year at all. You know, I think that's still a a good Mm. year. Um, You know, if you look at PS5 last year, kind of a similar situation. You had Returnal and Ratchet and then some other stuff, you know, Mm. Deathloop, Mm. etc. That was, for me, that was a good year for PlayStation Um, just because, you know, it's not, you know, God of War doesn't mean that those games weren't fantastic in their own right. And I think it's the same this year. You've got, a, a, you know, one of the bigger games coming out in Starfield. Redfall should be very good, hopefully. Um, and you'll have other stuff. And you might have Forza, which is definitely a big hitter. So um, I think that's still good. But they are in a situation where, you know, even even with all of these studios we're still quite far away from a lot of these games, mm. which is a bit disappointing. Mm. Uh, it's not Microsoft's fault with some of this, um, but it is probably their fault that they announced them so early um, because yeah. they were just so... This, you know, the one that really shocked me is Fable because Fable's mm. been in development for seemingly quite a long time, mm. and I'm really surprised that they announced it. You know, when they announced it last year, I was expecting, okay, we'll, we'll get an announcement, then probably within six to eight months, we'll start to see a gameplay trailer and then we'll get a release maybe towards the end of this year. It's nowhere near that seemingly. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, I get that it's a new, uh, the playground have had to build a new team. You know, it's a completely new thing for them. I, and that's, I completely understood, but I'm just surprised how long it's taking, um, which kind of ramps up the expectation for that game as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's not a bad situation that Microsoft have been because they've got so much coming it's just where stuff's going to fall. And also stuff like um, Contraband, you know, like yeah. not yeah. seeing any of that, you know, the big third-party exclusive Indiana stuff Jones. they've got. Like, it, well, yeah, Machine yeah. Games, whatever Machine Games are working on before then, I'm sure they're working on something before them. You know, Id, Id's next game, that's probably a little bit away because they're probably doing a new Id tech engine or mm. a, a revamp of it before then. So, uh, yeah, um, 
I don't know. I mean, it's going to be great when they all come, but when will it, that it be? Is. I think part of the issue that they they that they've got is just the timing of the acquisitions. They if you look yeah. at every studio that they acquired, they were either getting to the end of development or in the middle of mm. development of mm. some sort of game. So, um, for example, Wasteland Three was in development. That was multi-platform. Psychonauts Two was in development. Um, Horizon Five was obviously already in development. Um, Hellblade Two was just starting de development. Mm. Um, yeah. So a lot of these studios that they've, uh, and even the Bethesda acquisition, uh, obviously Doom Eternal had just come out, I think, when they when they announced it. Or was that even out when they announced it? Doom Eternal was, uh, or was it? I can't, I can't remember. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, it was, it was either, yeah. It was either, yeah. yeah. So these studios that they've acquired are kind of basically starting the new games from scratch effectively after the acquisition in a lot of these cases and we know that that can take three four five sometimes six years um and the only one that has kind of been in development long that i can really point to in the big hitter category where i think they've course corrected in terms of the release platform starfield because a lot of these other games uh they kept the multi-platform you know, Wasteland 3, they probably could have made that exclusive, but there was no benefit to that. Mm -hmm. um, and there's other games like that. Psychonaut, uh, Psychonauts might be more difficult because of like the fig involvement or whatever happened there, maybe. But there was games that they were in development, they were committed to releasing them on the platforms. Starfield, they've, with that one, they've said, no, this game's obviously been in development for a long time, but it's only coming to, to Xbox. They could have done that with other games, but they didn't. But now those studios are just getting started off, only had begun starting development on their on their next titles not too long ago in the middle of a pandemic which has probably slowed down the uh, the, the the development overall as well so yeah i think i mean xbox uh, again you know if we're purely talking about xbox i think the ace up their sleeve though is that they can possibly negotiate some you know possibly triple a some big games coming day and date to game pass as well which which still feels like a win for Xbox, if that makes sense. I know it's not necessarily a first-party studio getting launched this year, but if they can actually sort of surprise announce some big titles launching into Game Pass, that kind of helps bridge the gap as well with regards to the sort of good news stories and the narrative around Xbox as well, to some degree that I'm guessing Sony, well, haven't necessarily had. They might have going forwards with Project Spartacus, I guess, but um, it does seem to sort, of, to sort of bridge the gap to some degree. I don't know what third-party um games we would probably want to launch day and date into in game pass that's coming um what else have we got to come from a third party perspective for the rest of the year i can't think off the top of my head oh wow um yeah well we why are we all struggling i suppose you know this is the whole point isn't it? this is why we need a an e3 type thing just to remind us what what's still on the horizon i guess because we haven't I mean, had the other thing the other thing which has kind of struck me as well, as, as Luke was saying, talking uh, especially, was, again, going by chat as well, and people are saying, like, where's XYZ game or whatever? But, you know, Luke was saying there that there are things coming out this year, and if you are if you are a fan of those, then this year's going to be a great year for you. But mm. clearly, mm. from what I'm hearing and seeing in the chat, the games that are coming out this year don't really resonate with what the kind of things are typically into or, like, really looking forward to. So it can always feel like an empty year and nothing's going on when... I suppose, yeah, the reality is, yes, there's things going on, but just not big things that we're looking forward to, if that makes sense. So well, I, it's, a weird, it's a weird juggling act, I think. But we mentioned this about Starfield. I mean, we're saying the hype is just starting to kind of trickle out, I guess, or, or you know, they're trying to align people back to Starfield. And to be honest, if they ever blow out of Starfield and it looks amazing, then that will be the game everyone's focusing on. We just, we just haven't mm. had that yet, have we? Like you say, you know, it's all very well releasing five leaked screen captures from the 2018 build. I mean, it keeps it in the headlines, but I don't think it really stokes the fire as much, does it? Do you know what I mean? No, a lot, a lot of changes in five years. So yeah. <laughs> I'm just having a look at sort of releases for the rest of this year, and honestly, there's not an awful lot with with dates. Um, I guess August we got Saints Row. Um, okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm really struggling out there. Yeah, why are we struggling? Uh, yeah. October we got Gotham Knights. Okay. Um, Gotham Knights, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a big Oh, yeah, yeah oh, so Hogwarts is in the system block now, but I, that did get. Did that get a date? Yeah, it said, yeah, it said holiday. I think it said holiday. Oh, okay. That's probably yeah. why it's not in, yeah. not in this, yeah. not in this because there's just specific dates. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess there's not an awful lot, but we are still 
feeling the effects of the pandemic. Um, not not Gotham Knights, but Suicide Squad was obviously delayed into 2023. Breath of the Wild 2, I know not multi-platform, but was delayed into 2023. There are probably a, a good chunk of games that were originally, maybe not publicly announced for 2022, but internally were probably planned for 2022 that have been pushed into 2023, which has probably affected uh, like uh, announced schedules and, and, and things and things like that as well. So. Hmm. Interesting. Well, sometimes you know indie indie titles can fill that gap as well. You know where there aren't big <clears> things <throat> like that. This is a great time to to launch an indie title, then, isn't it? And get some traction behind that as well. Particularly, like you say, if it can launch into something like uh, a subscription service like Game Pass or potentially Spartacus. Um, June, I believe Spartacus is that right? Is that coming June? Yeah, I think it is, isn't yes. it? So uh, yeah. yeah, you know there are things on the landscape. Um, I think we are as a gamer community in need of a big blowout of information because, like you say, I think our it seems like the rest of this year is pretty dry and I think it'd be nice to know what is left to come, um, particularly if there are some dates set against some of these things as well. But um, yeah, okay, well I think that kind of rounds up the show to be honest, chaps and uh, really grateful for your input. Chat, as always, you've been on fire. Um, it's always nice when, when the community can throw us questions. There was a few others in there that uh, that BMG put in that we'll probably tackle on a different show. Um, yeah, please, if you're not part of our Discord channel, join. The link should be below in the description. It's a good place to be. We hang out. The, the conversation continues um, outside of the shows. Um, and like I say, sometimes little topics kind of are born out of those little conversations that we can bring to the show and, and have a bigger discussion around. So that's that's really cool. GPG crew, thank you very much for being here. Always a pleasure, as always. We'll try and bring you a show Thursday if we can. Um, yeah, hope you enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Hope you uh, play whatever games you can today. Um, have a safe time, and we will see you on the next one. Goodbye. Take care.